This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Anthony Fury is here for Sound and Fury panels, Sun Paper National Columnist. Good to have you, sir. Hello. And Andrew Clark, contributing writer for the Globe and Mail, award-winning journalist, screenwriter, and author, and director of the Comedy Writing and Performance Program at Humber College. Hello. Hi. Good to have you both. All right, so it's been a, a pretty crazy day. You know, it happens in news. You think you're on one story, and then all of a sudden, all oh, hell yeah. breaks loose, and you dump the show that you thought you were writing, and... You start again, and that's really what happened because no one is expecting this resignation from Andrew Shear because he just said he just put up a, a website saying that he was going to fight, 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 and he's going to he was going to run. What's your initial reaction to just the suddenness of this? Yeah, it's a bit of a surprise. It's a bit sudden, but then again, the options seem to be closing in around him, and it wasn't just the loss, but after the loss, did he manage it well? I heard he wasn't working the phones as well. I always hear a lot of stories about Jean Chrétien. I mean, he was just the master of working the room, and and uh, I, I know people who still now, when their family member passes away, he's, he calls them the very next day. I mean, this guy's on the ball, and Sheer didn't seem to have uh, that kind of stuff right now, so that sort of hurt him. And I imagine there was just a few things going on where he maybe thought, ah, you know, it's the options are dwindling away and I don't want to go on Christmas vacation with this hanging over my head so let's just get her done and he's actually brokered a deal where he still gets to live in Stornoway for probably like a year-long period and still sort of does the job so you know getting it out when when it all sort of works out he's not getting what he wants but he's going away with something still. No, you know, and it's uh, interesting because I think uh, Justin Trudeau, do I, we have that clip there, Rob? Uh, Justin Trudeau, of course, was asked about it and he seemed to have a bit of a, a, de- a pep in his step today, Andrew. And play the clip of, of his comments that uh, he said today, Mr. Shear. I want to thank him deeply for his service to Canada on behalf of uh, all Canadians, on behalf of all uh, Liberals, and I know uh, there are many more conversations to have. Thank you, uh, 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 Andrew, for the work you're doing. <laughs> A little bit of a gaffe. I mean, a little bit of a funny moment. But you know, I, you know, he might think, uh, Andrew, that this is free run for him. Like it, it, the uh, the focus comes off of him now for a while. For a while, but then he's going to have to deal with whoever eventually replaces Andrew Shear. And I mean, he's left sort of flailing a little bit because be, be, at least with Andrew Shear, he knew what he was dealing with. Someone he'd the already beaten know. once is the devil, you know. And uh, you know the 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 Tory the Tory party getting together and getting things changed. I think uh, is not necessarily what Trudeau wanted for Christmas entirely. Uh, and this suddenly, because I mean, only five or six days ago, Shear was going very hard about cap and trade, like mm-hmm. he was being very vocal, not acting like someone who was going anywhere. And then here we are. So I think it took everybody by surprise. Yeah. And the allegations, of course, going around uh, that Global News has reported that the, it was a spending issue of um, donor money being used, the allegation sending his kids to private school. And the party is saying, no, nope, this was all in the up and up. We've got signatures and you know signs. And they may well be. But then let's look at it from the optics, Anthony, because if you are making 300 grand a year and you do have a house to live in, I don't think donors give their money for that. Sure wasn't. The prime minister right. makes 300 grand a year. But okay. Sure, sure makes a pretty penny, though. Yeah, Enough. half that or a bit more than that, but yeah. 200, yeah, okay. Yeah. But again, the optics of it, I don't think donors give money to do that. And it, it happens. It happens more than you'd think. I actually haven't heard about the private school story before, but there's a lot of times, for instance, in Ontario politics, there's no formal residences for the premier, even though the premier of Ontario represents a lot of people. So the party actually pays to give people a nicer house if they do not come from wealth, as a number of uh, party leaders haven't. So you learn about that. There's just other personal expenses that happen in American politics. You always hear about the party funds paying for them to have glitzy clothing and so forth. I mean, that's kind of the thing uh, that's done here. So I guess sheer 
Sears somehow brokered this, uh, and and it, I I'd like to hear more about it. It probably is sort I'm of sure financially on the up and up, but it does just look a little unsavory, and it does disconnect from his narrative as I'm just this humble uh, middle class guy. We didn't even have a car when I was growing up, and suddenly it's like, oh, you're sending your kids to private school, even though the Ottawa school system is a pretty good one, and and Stornoway, which is where uh, the opposition leader lives, it's a pretty good quality school as well. So you do wonder what's going on here, and I, I don't know if his resignation was necessarily, oh no, they got me in a scandal, I got to flee from this, but maybe also a little bit of, uh, look, you're going to be bringing my kids schooling into all of this. Like I said earlier, the walls are closing in on this guy anyway. Let's just be done with it. I, I don't even want to go through this. Yeah, I mean, it can't, Andrew, be a very good time for him. I mean, he lost the election. He's been beaten up very badly every single day. Um, you know, going home to your family, your kids are watching this on TV. It's not It's not easy, um, but maybe that is why he said, okay, this story's coming out. It's not going to look good. W- would it have been a forgivable sin if people found out about it for you? Well, I mean, the fact it was leaked uh, gave it a, a, a sinister tone. I don't really have a big problem with party leaders, uh, you know, having their uh, expenses taken care of. I mean, in Hollywood terms, this is the talent, and you want it to be in good mm. shape. Uh, Nick, you hear I, that? I, I, well, well, I'm the talent. You got to buy me a house. Well, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking. Well, why should the opposition leader make less than the average vice president of a bank? His job's a little bit more important if he becomes prime minister. So I have. I don't think there's anything wrong with. The person that you're hoping will lead your country uh, is not out washing his own car and and cashing in bottles and empties to make ends meet. Okay, so then the thanks question- for picking the red smarties out of this bowl before I got here. By the way, and I'm, <laughs> I'm glad, you, glad you all read my writer. There you go. Um, you got smarties? I don't get that. Uh, but then the question goes to who needs to be the leader? Who should be the leader? And we've already got the big names. You got Ronald Ambrose. You got Peter McKay. You've got now Rod Phillips. Apparently, his name is being tossed around. But there's all these big names. Brad Wall. Lisa Raitt has said she's not going to. She's out. Who do you think? Um, do you think the party needs right now? And I'm deliberately letting that silence like, sit there air, for a moment. Yeah, it is dead air. Well, <laughs> I mean, the other way to describe the, the 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 list of people that you just mentioned is the usual suspects, names we've heard before. Now, politics is something, or if you've been in the feeder system, you've racked up the Rolodex, it's partly to your advantage. So uh, maybe one or two of these people are going to be the ones that you want to see. I, I will say with a couple of these names, if there's the attitude that, oh, it's their turn, they're entitled to it. That didn't work out too well for Hillary Clinton, and a lot of people in the party really resented it. So I think a couple of these names have to be cautious about getting that aura around them. I know the conservative grassroots, like the NDP grassroots, they don't have a lot of interest in that. They're pretty feisty. I think the liberal liberals are more interested in that dynastic uh, kind of stuff. So they got to watch their backs on that. And I think right now, really, you want... You want to be focused on policy, and you're going to hear a lot of voices from non-liberal media outlets talking about this is what the conservatives must do to mature and this and that, and it's going to push them in different directions. I think the next leader should be embracing uh, same-sex marriage, and that was a weakness on Andrew Scheer's part. But you want to see action on China. You want to see action on on, on defense matters and so forth. Talk that out properly and have a, have a really robust leadership to be. I think we'll see a lot of people in this race, Alex, and I think that's good. Yeah, I think that's good, too. I think there'll be a ton of really good names and that's why I think Andrew Mr. Trudeau should not be happy that Mr. Scheer stepped down because you have a quick leadership convention you get this person in they're there for let's say 18 months they get to know the people put out their platform and ideas 
That's a problem for him. Yeah, I mean, if you were going to make a movie about what the Conservatives might do this spring, it might be called Back to the Centre, <laughs> because mm. that's the choice that they're going to have to make, I think, as a party. Are they going to become more of that centre party, that Brian Mulroney-era uh, machine, or are they going to continue to stay a little bit further right, what the table that Stephen Harper has set, and, and keep dining there? Well, we'll see. Um, let's take a quick pause there. We'll get you out to... Uh, Traffic, and we'll come back with Sound and Fury because we've got a whole bunch of other subjects we want to get onto. Certainly, an article that you wrote all about China, which is the big headline otherwise every other day in this country. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on demand audio.